hey, this is what I watched last week, and uh, here's what I thought of it. So I watched a. Uh, I've been watching Star vs. the Forces of Evil. I'm I'm caught up with it. Uh, I've been watching uh, Doom Patrol, of course. I watched that Friday, uh, and last night I watched. Um, uh, uh, love death robots. Uh, and I gotta say, I'm, I've been enjoying some of these, some of these I haven't been enjoying. So I'm just going to be talking about it right now. Let's start with Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol's episode was actually really good. Uh, it was really funny. <laughs> it was, uh, Doom Patrol, uh, episode seven, Therapy Patrol. Uh, basically, I think it was episode seven. Basically, uh, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Uh, my 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 idea of what this episode was going to be is that Jane, one of Jane's personalities, were going to take over, and it was going to be a, a like a, a a therapist personality or whatever, and she was going to go to the others. Uh, and then it turned out the exact opposite character uh, ended up becoming the 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 therapist, uh, which was Cliff. Uh, Cliff ends up being the ones like, hey, we we are getting. Um, uh, you know, effed in our on our hearts and our heads and our and our souls. Uh, so, do y'all have anything you want to get off your chest or whatever? Anyway, the episode that that happens and then it cuts to uh, earlier in the morning. Um, I think it does Rita first. Basically, it shows a flashback of Rita, what ha something that happened to her in her past. And then it cuts to present day Rita, where she wakes up in the morning. Uh, <clears throat> And she tries to go about her day, but it's just not really working out. She can't really assimilate her human form that well. Uh, and then when she can, she 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 gets everything but her neck. So she like puts a scarf around or whatever. Uh, and then she's leaving, but then she steps over a grate or something. I don't know what it was exactly, but she steps over something. And then she gets like sucked into it because uh, something happens to her, her psyche, more or less. And she turns into a platform. She gets stuck in the furnace, uh, screaming for help and uh, trying to um, uh, crawl through uh, the furnace the entire time. Until eventually she makes it out, and then uh, it cuts to the next person. Uh, and then uh, the next person was, uh, let's see, who was the next person? The next person was Larry. Uh, it shows something that happened to him in his past, and then it shows him present day. He wakes up. Uh, he basically just does some stuff with his the, the spirit inside him. Uh, it, not not really much to say about, about that one in general. Um, after that, it cuts to the next person, which I think it was Cyborg next. Um, yes, I think, I'm pretty sure it was Cyborg next. <clears throat> anyway, Cyborg, he, um, he, he shows his past. It shows something in his past. I don't remember what it was. What was it? Let me think for a second. Uh, no, <laughs> we'll get to it in a minute. Anyway, he gets up for the, the morning or whatever. Uh, actually, no, I remember what it was when it was in his past. Uh, he was at, a, he was at, um, I guess it was, it's kind of hard to explain because it's like maybe he was at the hospital, maybe he wasn't because his father was the one that was like helping him with his arm or whatever. But basically his arm was broken or seemingly broken. Uh, and his father was like, oh, you just kind of dislocated your shoulder or whatever. Uh, you need to be more careful. He pops it back in place. And then uh, his mother was like, he told you not to be climbing in them trees. And then he's like, oh, please don't tell him. And then... Um, she she agrees not to tell him. And it comes to the, next, the, the, the present day. Uh, he wakes up. Um, he, uh, we, we get to basically just see his morning routine. He gets up, he's like, okay, he's going to go to each person telling them that there's a meeting at nine or whatever, or a meeting in 15. Uh, and he tells each, each person this, uh, and then he get, I think he gets a phone call or something to that effect. At some point after, after this, uh, his father's talking to him over the phone or over his 
comms or whatever you want to call it. He's talking to him over the phone, but like the phone's built into his head. So it's kind of weird. <laughs> anyway, that happens. They argue a little bit um, because he he basically hacked himself uh, because, uh, like I said in the previous episode, uh, maybe one or two episodes ago, uh, actually it was just one episode ago, uh, he stole the USB drive that basically had all of that. That was basically him. <laughs> it was basically it was the master key, is what we it was what which was revealed in this episode. Um, he stole it and hacked himself. And Silas, it, you know, it was Cyborg's father. He wasn't really happy about that, but he couldn't really do anything about it. Um, so he hangs up on him. Finds out that he has a a dating profile. He tries to talk to each person on the dating profile. Then he finally finds someone that doesn't know he's cyborg. Um, and then uh, she finds out he's cyborg and she doesn't like him no more. So he's like, okay, just delete my entire profile. Uh, but the, the funny thing about that, the interesting thing about that was that um, he um, like hacked some kind of a, a camera. I think it was in a bus. He hacked a, a, a security camera somewhere to basically spy on that girl who was texting him through the dating messenger. Uh, so that was kind of interesting. We got to see more of his... Um, his ability to sort of connect to basically anything, anything electronic, just about. Uh, so that that was that was pretty interesting. Uh, then we get to see uh, something else. I, th I think he sees um, he sees Crazy Jane like spinning in circles, uh, saying whatever, saying that um, everything is fine, whatever. Uh, and then it cuts to Crazy Jane. So it shows something in her past. Again, I don't, I'm not really, I don't really remember what it was that they showed her past. Um, oh yes, no, it was, her past was, she was a, she was a crying baby in a, in a carriage and then like a deadbeat father type figure walks in and like looks at her and then just kind of walks out, <laughs> which was kind of weird. And then it cuts to present day Jane. Uh, she's painting uh, Niles with a bastard written over it. Uh, and then she finishes it and she just like punches it and like rips it apart. She goes to the, um, I guess the lab. <laughs> I, I, it's kind of a weird because I'm not sure what this room is called, but it's kind of like a basement lab kind of thing. I think it's actually just Niles' office uh, because it has um, basically all of his work in it. Uh, everyone, everyone he's worked on there has, he has a filing cabinet full of like their information basically. Um, and, uh, he, she goes there and she like starts destroying the tapes that, um, involves her talking to Niles and she just destroys them while a different personality is trying to fight over it. It's like, no, don't destroy these. And then the other one's like, yes, destroy them. And then they're just wrecking it and, destroys all of them and she's really upset and then uh that's more or less all that happens with her really um then it cuts to uh finally it finally gets to cliff cliff uh they show a flashback of him where uh he's a kid and his parents are fighting and arguing or whatever i think i think they end up like hitting each other too uh so so it's like an abusive uh parent relationship kind of thing going on and basically, uh, after after he sees it or whatever, uh, it cuts back to present day Cliff. Uh, he gets told that there's a meeting, uh, but he's just kind of staring blankly, uh, which we got to see when we got to see Cyborg's part of this story. Anyway, um, he cuts to him doing his staring off again, and then it cuts to him to staring off again, and then he more or less just confronts uh, Cyborg. He doesn't confront Cyborg. Something is wrong with Cliff in this episode, uh, where he's basically seeing Cyborg as this really terrible guy, 
Um, I don't remember who he was. I think he was the guy that, um, I think he's the guy that his wife cheated on with him in the first episode. I think that's who it was. Uh, don't quote me on that, though. Anyway, that happens. Uh, he's fighting him because he thinks it's actually him, but he's, he's just, like, seeing something that he's not, that's not real. He's, like, trapped in an illusion kind of thing. Uh, and then they keep fighting. Uh, he fight, he finally, like, comes down from his delusion, uh, his, his, yeah, his delusion, basically, and then he's like, all we all need is therapy, uh, and then they all sit around, and they all talk about their problems, or whatever, uh, something that was kind of interesting here was, um, uh, Cyborg was, everyone shared their story, except Rita, uh, not known, everyone did, except Crazy Jane, uh, but it got to Cyborg second with last, and, uh, Cyborg was like, I killed my mother, <laughs> and everyone was like, whoa, what the hell, and, uh, Cliff was, uh, praising him for being, like, the best one at, at therapy or something like that, he was like, um, that one takes the cake. He said something to that effect. Uh, basically, he was he he was joking about how that was the best one so far. Um, anyway, he says that he can't trust his memories, but also he doesn't trust his father. And as for as long as he remembered, he was afraid of his father uh, and didn't trust his father. What the hell was that? Okay, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what that weird noise was. Um, anyway, uh, he he was talking about how for as long as he could remember, he didn't trust his father, and how he was always afraid of his father. Um, and then uh, he talked about how when Mister um, Nobody kind of got into his head, um, he, he Mister Nobody was explaining that some of those memories might not be real, um, and you can't really trust those memories. So he he's he basically just flat out said like he doesn't trust his father. He's afraid of his father. He doesn't know what memories are real or not. He doesn't know. He's but he basically said he didn't know if he actually killed his mother or not. He didn't say that. He's still pretty sure, or at least that's the way they kind of played it out to be. But the way I see it is, he's he's kind of debating on whether or not he really did kill his mother or not. Um, because he he literally said that he can't trust his memories, basically, or he wasn't sure if he could trust his memories, and he had a whole like uh, logic versus machine kind of debate going on with himself. Uh, and then, uh, right after that, um, Crazy Jane finally gets her turn. She shows the painting, one of the paintings she made. I think she made it at the end of the episode where they got trapped in the donkey. Um, I think it was called Donkey Patrol. And, um, uh, she showed it and it was basically a painting of Cyborg holding one of them. I don't remember which character it was. He was holding one of the characters. I think it was Rita. Uh, it may have been Crazy Jane that, that, she, that he was holding. Uh, and then everyone else was more or less dead except him. And he was screaming at the sky. That's basically what the painting he was, he was making was. Or the, the, painting, the painting he was shown uh, was, was a painting of that. Uh, and Jane <laughs> uh, painted it. And she she said that um, she saw it, you know, like Mr. Nobody showed it to her or something like that. So she painted it, uh, and then every and then she like tries to leave therapy, and everyone's like, "No, you you just leave now." And then um, she um, she ends up like leaving, leaving. <laughs> she ends up leaving the mansion um, because uh, Cliff convinces her to like speak her mind, and she says that um, Cliff was a terrible father or something to that effect, uh, and that he could never be a father. Something something to that effect. It really upset him. 
Um, and then he was just like, I only like one sixty fourth of you. Uh, and then she just like leaves the mansion, and uh, Cliff keeps keeps apologizing. Uh, after she leaves, Cliff has like another mental delusion, delusional breakdown kind of thing happen to him. Uh, and they, they they pin him down, and then it turns out that this whole time it was just a. Um, it was just it was just a rat that got inside him <laughs> and that it was messing him up and then uh it goes it goes to, it cuts to uh the the actual rat and what happened to him uh like six episodes ago it literally goes uh the doom manor six episodes six episodes ago and then it's like a, a like a mother rat or a father rat or something like that and then they they the 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 kid rat and the rat is like telling him how to cross the road uh but then the 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 parent rat gets run over, uh, and then the the kid rat is just like screaming at the sky, like no. But then Mister Nobody comes to the rat, and he's like, "Okay, look, you're gonna have to get revenge. I need you to find the one that did this, and you need to uh, f his brain, f his uh, heart, and f his soul." Uh, and um, and then it cuts to that morning where um. The, the rat actually goes inside of Robot Man, and then the episode pretty much just ends right there. Uh, so that episode was actually really good. I love the structure of how they did it. It, it just the the whole the whole episode was really just really good. Uh, and the the previews for the next episode kind of seem like what they're 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 gonna do is they're gonna go to um, Crazy Jane and try and get her back. It kind of seems like that's gonna be what's going on in the next episode. But while that's going on, something bigger is also going on at the same time. I think that's what's gonna be happening for the next episode. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see uh, where, where that ends up. Uh, so uh, we'll see. Uh, but again, this episode was really good, just uh, just as is every episode of Doom Patrol. So again, as I say from pretty much every single one of these podcasts, please watch it because it's great. <laughs> Get the DC streaming service, watch it. It's great. So so are some of the other shows that are on the DC streaming service, such as Titans uh, and um, Young Justice Season 3. Uh, they have some of the classic uh, series on there too, like the uh, some of the old Batman series uh, and all kinds of stuff. There's going to be great stuff coming soon too, like Swamp Thing. Uh, there's going to be a... Um, a um, uh, not a joke, uh, not a Joker one, but a Harley Quinn, uh, Harley Quinn um, <laughs> show going on in there too. Uh, they, get, they got all kinds of stuff on there, so it's just great. Get the DC streaming service because it's just great. It's not sponsored or anything. I kind of, I really wish it was, but it's not sponsored. I just really love the DC streaming service, so get it, please, because this show and a lot of their shows are actually really awesome. Uh, anyway, that's gonna do it for the Doom Patrol. Let's move on to uh, this, the other one that I wanted to talk about. Let's start about the middle one i talked about probably the the best one right now uh so let's talk about the worst one so star versus the forces of evil <laughs> it's actually the the show is good it's not the greatest show ever i'm not a huge huge fan of it but i actually really like it i've gotten some of the merchandise for it i got one of the books or something like that uh and it's 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 good it's good enough to to um to watch but for some reason, this season, season four, it's their final season, and it's just not that great. It's just not that. It's just not been that great of a, a season at all. It seems like there's too much uh, nothingness going on. Like I, I, that's that's kind of the beef that I've had with every single season. Uh, four Star versus the Force of Evil. That's why I don't. That's why I haven't talked about it very much. Uh, 
<laughs> or at all. I've talked about it a little bit in, in my on my YouTube channel. I think I did a plot hose episode of it, uh, which there was a lot of plot holes for that show, which is another reason why it's not that great, but it's still good. Uh, anyway, the way that Star vs. the Forces of Evil looks is that they're pushing the story second. They're just like, okay, let's do a bunch of things with these characters, put them in many different situations, and then tell a story later. And so it seems like they wrote all of their filler episodes or wrote basically nonsense and then wrote like four episodes uh, that tell a, 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 a continuing story. And then they put one of those episodes in season one, one of those episodes in season two, one of those episodes in season three. And now uh, this final season, they're putting one in that. Uh, that's kind of how it feels. Um, or maybe maybe three like three episodes per season actually have any story in them <laughs> or that's that's the thing season two was was actually kind of good because her wand was broken um uh, there was a whole there was a bunch of things going on in the background and in the episodes themselves she was trying to learn how to uh dip down for the first time and stuff like that there was a lot going on in the first couple in the second season really the first season Again, a lot of nonsense, basically an introductory season uh, with a little bit of plot towards the end and towards the middle and stuff like that. Um, anyway, uh, this this current season, this last season, uh, actually, <laughs> but before I get into that, the third season, uh, when we finally got when, when we finally got the revelation that Eclipso was real, she was coming back or whatever, they didn't even use her. I'm getting a notification. Get away. <laughs> uh, they didn't really even use her until. Um, until like halfway through or like part they only barely used her uh and then when they used her they almost didn't even really acknowledge it at the same time which was which was crazy it was mind-boggling to me because it's like this is your main story this is your main story point is that this character that is supposedly evil is back now um how come we're not getting to see any of that and we're just getting get to, get to see uh, uh a beach day episode why are we seeing this instead of this why are we seeing it's it's kind of like it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, that's how season this 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 last season. That's how season four has been playing out. It's been very very uh, nothing. <laughs> it's been nothing. I, I mean, I've watched like half the season at this point. Not half the season. We've gotten we've gotten a pretty good chunk of the season so far, and it seems like nothing has happened at all. Like that's why that's part of why I also haven't done a podcast on the on the show yet because. For one, for, for one, they're doing an episode, they're doing like an episode every week or every few days or something to that effect. I think they're actually doing one episode every day, so I might not be totally caught up. Um, but they're doing episodes pretty regularly, so I can't keep track, I can't like be right on it at the same time. Um, but also, uh, <laughs> but also, there's not, there's not much to talk about. It's just a very bland show at this point because they're they're kind of dancing around all the issues just like they did in season three they dance around all the issues until the issues hit them uh so, so the, the, my point is that there's there's a story for season four that's going on right now uh the the, the point the plot of season four is trying to get the the people of muni to respect uh the the queen the, the new queen Queen Eclipsa. The, the the point the point of this season is like help help her like fix her image while also possibly freeing Globgore at some point. Uh, but the the last episode I watched was um, I don't remember what episode it was called, but uh, actually it wasn't the last episode I watched, but it was a couple episodes ago. Um, uh, Eclipsa literally told everyone like, "Look, 
I, I'm not I'm not gonna free Globgor. He's I can't do it. It's it's impossible for me to. There's nothing I can do about it. Uh, which actually, I do want to point out that that that, that episode was actually kind of uh, um, that not that not that episode, but that very last scene was actually very suspenseful for me because I kept thinking, man, something they're doing is probably about to free him <laughs> uh, because they kept taught they kept just nagging on the fact that like, oh, he's basically dead. Oh, he's. He's in this crystal. He can't do nothing. This thing's invincible. This thing's this thing can't be broken. There's nothing you can do to save him. Uh, and then all the characters get like a whole line, a line or two of dialogue where they talk about how he can't ever escape, which basically, which kind of led me to believe that maybe he was about to like escape right then, or there was gonna be a crack in the crystal at, at, at like at the last second of the, the episode, and none of the characters were gonna get to see it. Uh, right then and there, uh, something to that effect was kind of going through my head when I was watching that, and so that's what that's why I say that this show uh, is is good, but it's not the greatest it can be because there's a, there's there's some moments where uh, I am on the edge of my seat, like oh my god, this is about to happen, but then it doesn't happen, and that's part of the disappointment of this show for me. It's like, man, this is why you could be so much greater because you're not you're not playing the story, you're playing this nonsense. And, um, that episode I was talking about in particular, at most, that episode just told you that Eclipsa has an ally now. That's all that, that's all that episode did. Other than, other than to tell you that she was looking for the the book of spells, or a a piece of the book of spells, uh, and that Star had it, and that Star may not trust her now. Because, uh, Eclipsa was saying that she was late for that meeting because she was looking for a piece of the spell book, because she can repair the, the book of spells if she can find even the tiniest little piece. And Star was like, oh, I don't know where any pieces could be, even though she actually had one. Uh, so it, that episode basically did nothing but say, hey, if there's another battle from Uni, uh, Eclipse might have an ally. And um, also, at some point, we may, but we may not touch on the fact that um, Star doesn't trust Eclipse anymore, or at least has less trust for her. Basically, that's all that episode did. It didn't do anything for us. It didn't tell us anything. It didn't, it didn't, it, it was, it was basically a pointless episode. You could have skipped that and you would have been totally fine. Um, that's another thing about this season and and this show in general. There's a there's a lot of skippable episodes, and that's what I'm saying. You if your if your show it's this show acts like it wants to tell a um a continuing story throughout the season, but then it also acts like it doesn't want to do that. So it's it's very skippable. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like if you missed out on the Star vs. the Forces of Evil series, you aren't really missing out on much. It's good. There's some there's some kind of fun creative lore and and, and fun and creative world, but it's not that great. Um so one of the episodes that I watched, uh, I think it was the last episode that I watched. Uh it was the quest by is closing forever episode. Uh so that they go there because Marco realizes that um if if he if he wants to keep his wallet, he needs 16 more of them for, for somehow he figures this up that he needs 16 of them if he wants to uh keep his wallet for the rest of his life uh because eventually one will deteriorate and then another one will deteriorate and uh, he wants to make sure that he always has the most secure wallet possible anyway even though it gets stolen in basically every episode um including this one <laughs> uh this episode was weird because um Janice came up out of nowhere and uh, this is another thing where I was like okay this is like 
hinting at something, or this is like something that's going to play on later in the episode, especially since it was such a, a bland, boring episode. Oh, we're going to Quest Buy again, uh, like we do every season, and we're going to try and get this wallet, and it's going to basically be just a copy of the previous episode, or the last Quest Buy episode. Uh, but then Janice shows up out of nowhere, and it's like, whoa, how the heck did she get there? And they ask her, how did she get there? And then she doesn't explain. She was like, wouldn't you like to know? And he's like, yes, I would like to know. Um, but th that's never answered. And um, it's 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 really weird from there because uh, <laughs> it's really weird from there because they get there. It's really busy. It's really packed because it's a going out of business sale. They um, they get separated from Janice and then Janice shows. Up. I hope I'm saying her name is Janice, isn't it? I think it is. <laughs> so she comes back. She, they get they get separated from her, but then she comes back and she's like an employee or something, which is freaking weird. And she takes them to the back room where the back room has nothing but empty shelves. But whenever you desire something, that something appears. Uh, and it's just one of those kind of episodes. And then it's not even one of those kind of episodes because they they, they sit there for like five minutes like three to five minutes making things appear and having a blast and then the uh the um the actual employee the sloth people uh one of the sloth per one of the sloth persons they show up and they're like oh i'm just waiting for your brains to turn to mush because that happens to everyone uh and then he shows other people that have gone crazy and are like playing with with stuff uh and then the the the, the main characters are like no that would never work on us and then they just walk out and that's the episode like that's the entire episode. There was nothing to it. There was no. There wasn't even a story in that. There wasn't nothing to that. That was the most skippable episode there has been. Um, there's there's literally nothing to it. The only thing to it that that I was I, I that's mm, that episode really upset me because it was the it was the last the last like last couple minutes. I was like, oh okay, so what's gonna happen is they're gonna go. Marco's gonna sneak off back into the back, and then they're gonna have to go save him or something like that. Uh, but no, that isn't, that didn't happen. He was just like, uh, he had like PTSD from it or something. Cause he, cause those babies, cause there was, there was baby Marcos that Janice made. Uh, they had wheels for hands. Uh, it was actually really hilarious, but that was the only funny moment in the show. I assure you, um, uh, or at least the only funny moment to me was when the, the baby Marco with wheels for hands sped off. That was the only funny moment to me. Anyway, the episode was terrible because nothing happened and they kept kind of like insinuating that something else was about to happen like the whole Janice thing how did she get how did she even get to Muni in the first place let alone how did she get to uh Star's room without either of them knowing so it was I I, I was half expecting it to be like okay that wasn't actually Janice and it was an imposter and then the, that was going to be revealed at halfway through the episode or at the end of the episode uh which was which would um basically show us what was going to happen next uh but instead or, or if she showed up halfway through the episode it was going to be revealed that she was an imposter and then they were going to have to battle her or maybe she was going to get them trapped in best best quiet forever because once best quiet is, is shut down something happens and whatever's in there is trapped in there for all eternity and maybe that was going to be this this villain's plan or something uh but no it was just <coughs> another notification i need i really need to shut those off when i do these uh <clears throat> So, so I thought that the idea of what it was going to be, that wasn't really Janice. She uh, appeared, she was some kind of something else. She was a shapeshifter, I don't know what. But she was going to lead them there and then try and trap them there for all eternity. But instead, it was just actually Janice and there was nothing to it. There was nothing to this episode at all. There was no re like, 
there's nothing to that episode. And it really, it, it upset me so much. And then the episode that's paired with that, because uh, they're showing two, like, 11 or 15 minute episode, or like, not 11, but like two 11 to 12 minute episodes a piece at a time. And the episode that was paired with it was actually kind of good. Basically, Marco goes to um, Kelly's dimension we get to see this new dimension that we haven't seen before. It's kind of interesting. You pay you pay with fighting, which was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty fun. Uh, pr pretty funny, anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, th it kind of reminds me of something that I wrote for my in in Incomplete Guide to the Multiverse thing. Where uh, they go they go to another universe. And then, um, uh, I think it's, it's, it's either Samuel or Daniel. They ask the clerk, hey, what's your currency? And they, and they go, what's wrong with you? Everyone knows it's this. And then, uh, he's like, okay, well, let me see what it, what it looks like. And he's like, okay, uh, whatever. And he shows him an acorn. He's like, okay, I'll be right back with, with plenty to buy your entire store. Uh, and then uh, he leaves, goes to another universe, collects like a ton of acorns and then goes back to that universe and just gives it to him. Uh, pine cones included, which were also currency. So basically in this universe, acorns acorns and pine cones were currency but in their universe they weren't just like acorns and pine cones anyway that that's just what it reminded me of uh anyway back to the star versus the forces of evil thing uh so they're in the, they're in the uh, this this hairy dimension kelly's dimension uh and they have to return a library book uh it's it sounds boring yes i know uh but marco uh is Marco, I I actually I loved Marco in this episode. This was like the best Marco there was. Uh, he was like, well, um, I know it's I know libraries are boring, but let's make it fun together and uh, let's go take that library book together. Uh, and so they do that, but they get sidetracked along the way because they just end up having a really fun day together. Uh, and then they they end up like one minute late to return the book, and because of that, the fee is that you have to cut the the um the person's hair so now kelly is about to lose her hair but marco is like no i'll fight you instead uh because he learned later in that earlier in the episode that no one can turn down a fight because it's the most disrespectful thing to their entire culture so he challenges the librarian to a fight and that if he won if or if rather if they won uh that then she gets to keep her hair uh and the the fee is is waged or uh, blown over or whatever so they're fighting uh and then the 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 librarian turns into several copies of herself basically a bunch of like little hairball little looking creature entities or whatever and so the book that they that she was um trying to return was basically a um a karate book but for their dimension and there was a a technique in it where uh you can partner with a person and basically one of you sits on top of the other person's shoulders and um if you're you can only do it if you really well sync together and basically they mastered that technique right there at the end and it was it was really fun and really awesome to see uh some really good action and then uh, they defeat the librarian. She gets to keep her hair. Happy day. Uh, but then there was a little bit of some uh, love drama in there too. And that episode was just good in general because it wasn't. It is. It's kind of a skippable episode uh, because the only thing that you would get from it is like, oh, so Kelly and Marco kind of are dating, but also not, which is weird. Um, so that's all you get from that episode. Also, you get the idea, the fact that Marco ha ha actually has gotten better at karate uh, throughout these seasons and stuff. Uh, that's all you get from that episode. So it's technically skippable, but it's an extremely good episode. Just go away. I don't... Why does this keep happening? <laughs> so that's what happened. It's, it's, it's a really good episode because it's just, it's just put together so well. 
it's just it was a good episode. It wasn't the best, and it wasn't playing to the overall story, uh, other than talking about the the weird love triangle relationship things that are going on right now in the background. Um, but it was a good episode, and that's what I'm saying. Like the episode, some of the episodes that are that are supposed like, that I'm calling skippable are good, but most of them aren't. Like the the quest by one that episode, honestly. How did they even allow that episode to exist? Because there was no story in that at all. There wasn't. There, there's no story in it. And, and the big problem with with that episode was that there was no, uh, there was no stakes in that episode. There was no. Oh man, if I don't do this, then this doesn't happen, uh, and that's gonna suck for everyone. Or there, there was no, there was no. Um, there was no stakes and there was no payoff. There was nothing to be like, oh man, this is really bad because they could get trapped here forever. And then it's just like, oh no, it's not bad because they're not going to get trapped there forever because they're, they're smarter than that. And they just walk out like without any trouble at all. Like they literally just walk out. And as they're walking out, they're talking about how, oh, it would be great to have this, but that's just stuff. And then uh, that those things are appearing. Uh, and, and in, in watching this episode, you kind of get the idea that, oh, okay, they're going to trap themselves in here because they're, they're, what they're saying is like, oh, it would be great to have this. So they're about to trap themselves in here. So there's a tiny bit of suspense there, but then it's just immediately thrown away because they literally throw away the suspense. They're like, no, not going to work on us. And then they just walk out. The only one that's really affected by it is Marco, but Marco's only affected by it because he feels bad for the um, the people that were in, in the cages and also the baby Marcos that got appeared that, that had appeared because he didn't know what was going to happen to them. That's the only things that, um, that's the only thing. There was nothing there. There was no, there was no stakes at all. There was no, Oh man, we have to do this because of this. The only stakes of it was, Hey, we got to get these wallets because, um, the store is going to close down forever. Uh, and then they get there and it's like, they have an unlimited supply of those wallets. Uh, but also, Hey, if you want to, you can get trapped here forever because you can get anything you want. And then it's just like, Oh no, I'm okay. I'll just take the wallets. That's the entire episode. And it just, uh, it bothers me. It's, th- it's like the worst thing ever. Uh, and then there's some other episodes like the lake house episode that they did where, um, they get storm where star is in, in, um, um, uh, God, what's his name? Lucitor, the the Lucitor household, uh, and uh, Tom, yeah, Tom, Tom is his name. She she gets stuck in their house because she's in the un- underworld, uh, and it storms on them basically. Uh, and then it's just weird from there. There's nothing really going on from there, and I don't know. Some of the episodes just aren't made very well. Like, not not I mean, the episodes aren't written very well, and some of the episodes are just so terribly pointless like what is going on and we know from the the previews for this this last season that there's supposed to uh, ludo is supposed to come back uh globgor should come back me and and from what we've seen so far every time we see baby meteora it, it insinuates that she has her memories and that she's going to be aging faster so that when she, she's going to eventually grow up and become the main protagonist uh and then there's also like oh hey by the way um Toppy may be coming back, so we're hinting at that, we're hinting at this, we, we've confirmed this, we've confirmed this, but we're not going to show you any of that. We're going to show you all of this nonsense and then save it for the last couple episodes, or save it for a mid-season finale and then the last couple episodes. And that's exactly what they're doing. They've done it for every single season so far. 
Season 2 was the best season. I don't think there's going to ever be another season of Star Wars vs. The Forces of Evil that's as good as it. Because this is actually the last season. And I'm not really that upset about it. Anyway, moving on from Star Wars vs. The Forces of Evil. Let's move on to this other great show that I found. Uh, is on Netflix. It's called... Uh, uh, it's called uh, Love, Death, Robots. And um, going into this, I didn't know what it was going to be because it was it, it kind of seemed like it was going to be something that was like different story every time, different characters every time. But I wasn't sure. Uh, and then I watched the, the first episode, which for some reason, when I hit uh, play on, on the like play episode one, it played episode two and then episode two played as episode one, which was freaking weird. I don't know why that happened. Uh, I, I'm actually curious to see if that happened to anyone else. So let me know. Um, but anyway. Uh, I played the first episode and I played episode two, which were the three robots where they were exploring the post-apocalyptic city. Uh, and then they were like uh, basically just touring it, like literally touring it, taking pictures, kind of learning a little bit about human culture uh, as robots. And then um, towards the end, the, not really the twist of it, but one of the twists to it was that um, it was actually uh, that they, they basically the humanity killed themselves for global warming and all kinds of other global disasters. Basically, the saying that look the humans kind of just screwed themselves also they gave thumbs to cats and that wasn't a good idea either and then as soon as they said that uh the cat that had been following them for most of the episode uh started talking to them it just talked in perfectly good english and he was showing off his thumbs and he was like yeah once once we were able to open our own tuna cans it was pretty much over for the human race i think he said something almost exactly like that uh which was funny the, the show that episode was pretty funny it was pretty funny quirky it was really good the, the animation quality was really good <laughs> except right at there at the very beginning for some reason the um the, the tall robot the main one the uh, the uh, it's like a series of numbers then 4000 <laughs> uh so i'm just going to call him number 4000 number 4000 uh, he's the first character we see the first robot and he's walking through this like uh post apocalyptic city more or less uh and uh, it's like, oh man, maybe, maybe it was like this episode is going to, this show is about like these robots that took over the human race or like they're the only ones left or whatever. And they're rebuilding. Uh, no, it's not. It's just like this guy. Anyway, that one scene where he's approaching like the top of the hill was kind of animated weird. You can like really see the, the animation in it, which is weird. It's like a weird CGI kind of thing. It's kind of hard to explain, but without without showing it to you, it's hard to explain, but it, it looks kind of odd. And I was like, oh man, this, I don't know about this show because if it's going to be like that the entire time, it's going to be hard to kind of adjust to it. But then, okay, no, that, okay, that one was an email. Uh, <laughs> getting so many of those. Anyway, so that happens, uh, and then the rest of it, the entire episode is just animated so beautifully and amazing. Uh, and I'm like, man, this is great. I can't wait to see the next episode, see these robots again. And then, it, and then it showed the next episode, which was actually episode one. Because like I said, I played episode one, and it played episode two. And then I played episode two, and then it played episode one. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, and the next episode was something totally different. And I was like, okay, so it is something different every time. Or maybe it's sort of like a... Um, a back and forth like oh this happened to humanity a long time ago and then this is the like the, the robots are like the present day or maybe they're the future and this is the past or there's no real present it's just like all happening in the same universe uh, just at different times that's kind of what was going through my head um which kind of technically looking back that's technically possible anyway I'm gonna, I'm gonna anyway so 
uh, it's still possible for all of these episodes to be existing in the same universe, just at different points in time. Uh, so if that's the case, the robot one would probably be the last one, uh, which is weird considering it was like the second episode. But again, it doesn't matter what order they're in um, because they could all be existing in the same universe, just at different points in time. Anyway, that's kind of what my, my idea was going into the series was that it was going to follow these three robots. Uh, and then it's like, it wasn't following those three robots. And I was like, okay, so it is a different episode every time. Uh, and the next episode I saw, I think it was the next episode I saw, it was one, one or, it was like one of the first episodes I saw, it was the, um, the Sonny's Edge episode, I think it was called. Basically, they, like, link with monsters through their head or whatever, and then they make those monsters battle to the death. Uh, and the episode was really, really, really fucking well animated. Like, the animation for this show, this series, is so freaking good. I can't get over how good the animation is for this show. There's moments where it's like, oh, it's live action, but then it's like, wait a minute, maybe it's not. <laughs> uh, that's that's how I was. I mean, of course, I was a little bit tired watching it. I was watching it at like 11 o'clock at night. Um, but, yeah, there's some moments when it's like, man, is this live action? Or like, it's half live action? What's going on? What, where's... How is this possible? It's so good. It's it's honestly better than, uh, better than or equal to uh, Pixar and Disney animations. Like it's literally that good. That's how high quality this show is. And uh, I did not expect that, especially after watching like the first few seconds of the first episode that I watched, where the robot is walking up and he looks very CG. Um, which with that episode was weird because it was like the animation got better as the episode went on, and then from there every single episode was good like really well made uh it, the episode changes uh, animation style throughout it too so there's one episode where it's like uh weird weird telltale type animation where they're like 3d uh another one uh where uh with exaggerated outlines uh, another one where they're um uh anime anime style uh there's another one where it was um uh, live action, but not live action. <laughs> uh, there's another one where uh, it's it's. I don't really know how to explain this one, but it's kind of like a um, fashion magazine kind of thing. It's kind of like imagine um, if you remember um, uh, my life as a teenage robot. Some of the magazines they looked through. Imagine those magazines, except as its own own animation style that's kind of how i explain it. that's the best way i can explain that because it, it actually reminded me of the, some of the stuff that you would see in uh um uh my life as a teenage robot uh so the, the the animation is not one in particular where um not the animation exactly but the the actual characters all, all the designs and everything were very sharp anyway so these these episodes they're all different but they're almost all great this this I, I honestly, it's like amazing that none of the episodes are more than like 17 minutes long. I think the longest episode was like 18 minutes long, maybe at most. I don't even think it reached that long. Uh, but again, it's, it was, it was amazing. The, the show is absolutely amazing. Uh, <laughs> um, moving on. <laughs> um, uh, well, my, my, I, I'm trying to figure out what my favorite episode was and that, and honestly, one of the, like Sonny's uh, Edge. I think it was Sonny. Uh, Sonny's Edge uh, was was one of my favorites. Uh, the the three robots was one of my favorites. The um, the uh, the um, I think it was called Z uh, Z Zeta Blue. I think it was called that one. Was pretty cool. That was the one that had the weird the weird style to it. Uh, the one that had the um, 
the anime style was pretty good. Uh, the uh, again, I don't remember the name of some of these. I think that one was called something hunting or something like that. Uh, I think it might have been called spirit hunting. Uh, the one that had the weird telltale um, thing to it, and this one I definitely don't know the name of because I like blinked or something, and I didn't see like the title card for what this episode was called, so I missed the title for this episode. Uh, and then, I, but I watched the whole thing. That one was pretty cool. It was it was really amazing. That it was actually like you watching it. I was like, oh, I don't know about this one because it, it was kind of weird. Uh, but then it just did something really awesome and fun. Not fun, but really enjoyable. <clears throat> Moving on. There were some other episodes to... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find my favorite, but it's hard to find my favorite in these. Just watch it because it's amazing. Uh, it's only going to take you a couple hours, a few hours at most, to just watch the whole thing, which is what I did. That's why I was up so late. That's why I was tired watching some of the episodes. Uh, my, I will tell you that my least favorite episode was the last episode in the season, uh, titled my, uh, The Secret War, uh, because that episode kind of just felt like a dream. Uh, the, the characters spoke very softly when they, they when they spoke. You couldn't always understand what they were saying because it was a Russian accent, because they were Russian characters. Uh, also... Uh, when when they were clear what they said, it was either too quiet or it didn't really make much sense. Uh, they were, and then they just kept like going to different locations and fighting these weird things, um, which was weird. <laughs> uh, and then it just ends with everyone dying basically which was again was weird the, the whole thing was weird it kind of felt like it was all over the place similar to it. the best way to describe it is the whole episode kind of looked like a dream uh and it's kind of like something that like if you if you like try and remember your dream it's kind of like remembering how this episode is like if you if you like showed this dream if you showed this to someone and said this was someone's dream you wouldn't believe it because it looks like a dream it's like structured like a dream and everything it's 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 really really weird um so i think my favorite episode was the episode titled suits uh basically the, the it follows some farmers like three or four farmers uh they're they're there's like these regular um holes or these rifts or whatever uh and these weird creatures come in and try and eat the livestock and just basically screw over everything uh so they have these mech suits that they use to battle them uh and then a lot of awesome things happen within this there's a couple of twists uh, and that was the thing that that was pretty uh, uh common throughout the, the whole series was that there's a lot of twists in each episode uh, especially the Son Sonny's Edge one, there was like three twists in that one. Um, the the suits one, there was only like one or two twists in it, but it was still pretty good. Uh, there was one called The Witness that had one really big twist, and that was it, uh, which was kind of obvious. It was it was really it was really easy to see coming. Um, but the, every every episode kind of left me in awe. Like man, that was so good. I can't I, I can't believe it. It's like. It, the, the show kind of reminds me of the Twilight Zone a little bit, except animated and not in black and white. And they're not always as twisty and weird, uh, but they're always weird. <laughs> uh, or at least usually they are. Some of these, it, it also going through it and watching it, it's also like, okay, this wasn't, this isn't a show about weird stories. This is a show that's showcasing pilot episodes and that's kind of how it feels for some of them because some of them work really, really well as pilots. Uh, for example, there was one uh, where there was like three or four main characters. They were kind of cyborgs, but kind of not. Um, they were robbing a train. Oh, the episode was called Blind Spot. They were robbing a train and it just like, 
right from the get-go is like showcasing this kind of interesting world because it shows two, uh, not, not two, but it shows one really interesting creature with, that is like there's three of them and they're eating some kind of weird fruit. Uh, I called it a cheese fruit, but they didn't call it that in the show and they, they uh, it looks like cheese, but it also looks like fruit. So I'm calling it cheese fruit and I think that's freaking awesome. Uh, <laughs> and I, I can use that because they didn't use that. Anyway... So it shows this and it shows some of the world, not very much, but you get to see a tiny bit of it just from like the backgrounds and stuff. And it seems like a really interesting world. Uh, and they're just robbing this train. All the characters actually seem to have um, character to them a little bit. They're, they're a little bit one dimensional. Uh, and that's kind of some of the pitfalls that, that happen when you do a show like this, where you only have like 15 minutes a piece to um, really show character. <coughs> And there's not there's not much you can do, so your characters almost end up becoming one-dimensional because once you see that character, that's it. That's all you're ever going to know that character for because they only get that one episode or that one scene or that one or that like few scenes to really develop the character. And it's it's <clears throat> it's really difficult to uh, show multiple dimensions to some of these characters. But this one, they didn't. I don't, I'm not gonna say they did it really well. But the characters seemed like okay. If they fall, if they went through more episodes of this, they could really develop these characters. There could be a lot going on with these characters. It's it was just good. The world was good. The the concept was good, and it just felt like a pilot episode so much. And it that's why that's how I felt like some of these episodes, like the 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 robots one, the the second episode I think it was called. I think the episode is just called Three Robots. Um. That episode kind of felt like it was setting up a series, but it wasn't. That wasn't the series. The series was a bunch of random things. Uh, but at the same time, it still works as a pilot episode. You know what I mean? It's like that. That that if you made a show off of that of that concept off of that little short, you could basically be like, okay, the show is humanity has fallen a long time ago. Maybe there's one or two left, or, or of like one civilization left somewhere that's hidden. Um, at most, which probably not even that really, you don't even have to do that. It just might add a little bit something to your, your world. Anyway, the idea is humanity has gone a long time ago. Uh, cats and robots are the only dominant thing, uh, left on earth. And, um, there's not many robots left. So cats are basically rebuilding civilization from the ground up using the robots, uh, and themselves. And, uh, they just, that could be a series that you go off of from there, or it could just be them exploring this world and then finding these, uh, that one human civilization. And then that one human civilization is trying to rebuild civilization and they see, uh, the robots and the cats as a, um, as an enemy because they're sort of hindering that they're sort of preventing them from being able to completely go through with their plan of rebuilding civilization because maybe even some of the cats are battling them. Uh, and then there's, there's, there's stuff you can do with this is what I'm saying, but they didn't, uh, or at least we don't think they did. I, my, my, my theory for this show is that it is pilot episodes. That's my theory for this, is that some of them are pilot episodes, and they're gauging uh, audiences' reactions based off of them, and trying to figure out which ones they can turn into full-length shows. Uh, that's my theory for it right now, um, which I hope is true, because I really do want to see some series come from some of these uh, some of these these episodes uh and th that would be really cool uh, uh studios have done this before cartoon network did a thing a long time ago where they're like hey 
we're going to show this like hour long episode the show where basically every 15 minutes is a different show uh you guys are going to pick your favorites and we're going to turn them into shows so stuff that came out of that were like ed ed and eddie and i think uh, grim adventures of billy manny was one of them i think even courage the cowardly dog was one of them that was in that show again i don't remember what that show was called um but they did this and then people chose shows out of it and then those became shows. So basically, I think Netflix could possibly be doing this right now with their, their Love Death robots and trying to do this without doing it. Like, do it without saying, hey, we're going to turn some of these into shows. Um, so that's possible. That's 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 my theory for it. Uh, also, I don't know if anyone else noticed it, but there was like a cat in every single episode. Uh, and I thought that was really strange and really interesting because uh, it's like... there's like two there's like two or three common things that happen in every episode it almost always deals with death somehow and almost always involves a cat somehow so i thought that was really interesting and really strange um which i guess that kind of helps the theory that this is all one universe just at different points in time so maybe some of these cats have thumbs or something to that effect um so it's it's the show was good and there's like a weird recurring cat thing going on and then also like some of these are like pilot episodes but they're not pilot episodes because they're part of this show and then it's also like what is this show <laughs> so love death robots is really weird uh, i recommend I, I recommend watching it and checking it out uh and then trying to like pick some of your favorites out of them and seeing what you want would like to see turn into a series uh because this could potentially be what they're doing uh i'm not going to say that's what they're doing uh, i just hope it is and um it's possible for them to turn some of those episodes into full-length series uh especially if they kind of retcon some of the things that happened in them like for example the sunny's edge one uh they could retcon a couple couple things and then it'd be like okay that's a series or um uh the the uh suits episode they could retcon one or two things and be like okay that's a series or, or they could change a couple things and then okay that's a series uh this one i'm saying like it feels like these are pilot episodes and i really kind of hope they are anyway that's gonna do it for this podcast i think i've talked about a lot i'm going at like 54 minutes at this point uh, 53 uh, 13 and counting. <laughs> anyway, this was a this was a pretty long podcast, but I really just wanted to talk about a lot of things uh, because I've mostly been focusing on Doom Patrol, like the past every episode of the No Podcast. And the No Podcast isn't supposed to be focusing on one show. No, we are supposed to be focusing on media from TV, books, YouTube, and and really anywhere and at all. And media from anywhere, including your own. So if you have anything that you would like me to check out, let me know. Uh, you can contact me at baldwindaniel6 at gmail.com. That is B-A-U-L-D-W-I-N-6. At, or, wait, Baldwin, yeah, wait, no, it's B-A-U- L-D-W-I-N-D-A-N-I-E-L-6 at gmail.com. Uh, I forgot to put the Daniel before the 6. Anyway, it's BaldwinDaniel6 at gmail.com. That, that's my email. You can contact me there and uh, or just find some other way to contact me. Uh, I'm on Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter, uh, Discord, uh, all under the username DannyBallSub. Uh, I'm also on uh, various Aminos, uh, also Pinterest, uh, and of course Amazon and Redbubble and a lot of things. I'm, 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 I'm all over the freaking world, okay? So uh, check me out, uh, contact me uh, if, you, if you have anything you want me to, to like talk about on the podcast. Uh, it's, even if it's your own thing, even if it's like, Hey, I have this book. Do you want to, you do want to read it and then like review it on your podcast? And I'll be like, okay, man, let's do it. Let me, let me see the book. And then, or, or, Hey girl, let me see the book and I'll do it. Uh, 
yeah, anyway, that's it. Um, got a little weird here at the end of the podcast, but that's it. Don't forget to, uh, you know, follow the podcast, uh, uh, share the podcast, you know, do those wonderful things. So, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, don't forget to do those things. And uh, especially don't forget about uh, my website, Danny Ball Hub. And that's it. That's it. That's going to be the podcast.